Hello, Margaret Lindsay from Port Macquarie, where paradise is on earth. Yeah, I can praise God. Um, I've been in the Lord 26 years this month. Um, yeah, I was raised a, a, a Catholic. I always say a cemented in Catholic because that's exactly what I was. And nobody could tell me anything about anything. I just knew what I was taught and brainwashed as a child. I went to convent schools, boarding schools, so I had the rosary, I had mass every morning. Anyway, I went to uh, work and uh, got married and I had to meet, oh, before that I had to go over and meet the mother-in-law-to-be. Anyway, she was a Polish lady and she was Catholic also and I thought, oh, beauty, we've got a lot of things in common. Anyway, uh, totally rejected me. And I was brought up in a happy family. I'm one of 11 children. And I got rejected. And I've never been rejected in my life. And uh, this hit me, something awful. And uh, it nearly did my head in. So I had four lovely little grandkids to, with her to give to her. And um, she still continued with this rejection. And this became a really heavily burden, you know? She, I likened her to Hitler without the mo. She was, she was just an awful lady. Anyway, I grew over 12 years, I grew to hate her. I didn't know this feeling ever before in my life, but I grew to hate her. And when you hate somebody, you stew in your own juices and you get hardened heart and you get, um, I just had a big operation of um, gallstones, 15 gallstones, before I came to the Lord. And uh, anyway, I thought, oh my goodness, if I hate this lady, I can't get into heaven. I knew that much as a Catholic. So I went to the Mayfield Monastery out here and I knocked on the monastery and the, and the priest came and I said, can you help me? Because I hate my mother-in-law. And he said, well, this is the Catholic Charismatics. Don't go to the big main section. Come here on a Wednesday night. So I went for five years. Got to give me 10 out of 10 for that. <laughs> so anyway, I went and it was a clappy, happy little group, you know, guitars and lovely singing to the Lord. And I nuzzled up alongside these nuns and priests. I said, some of you know how to speak in tongues. How, how do you get that? And they said, oh, you've just got to be good. <laughs> and I had an examination of conscience and uh, I said, God, if I get any gooder, I'll be sick, you know? <laughs> so, so anyway, I stuck it out, but until a few antics started to happen. Tommy Rot, I call it. And they started falling over at the prayer line and some priest went over and bashed his head on the corner of the t uh, piano and I laughed me head off. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, I said, look, can you put a stop to this? This is nonsense. This is a, you know, they, we don't want to stop all this because, you know, that you, oh, they'll offend them. And I said, but I'm getting offended. I said, righto, okay. I went home and it was raining and... Um, I hung the clothes out in the garage and I just said, Right, oh Lord, I'm a 40 year old woman. I've had a gut full of religion. It doesn't work. And so I said, If you, if you want me, you find me, mate, because I've had it. I'm done. 
So I had to go inside to answer the phone. There's my sister from Sydney, and she said, come over, Marg, to Mum's, and we'll have a coffee. Now, this girl was a real worldly girl, and I was the good Catholic. And she proceeded to tell me, while we were doing the dishes, that she got baptised by full immersion and she speaks in tongues. I threw the tea towel down. <laughs> and I got in my Volvo and rotary hoed all the beautiful lawn out the front of Mum's place. I couldn't wait to get home to get into a bit of space. And I got into one of the girls' bedrooms and I said, Lord, you and I got to have it out, mate. Come on. <laughs> and I just went through whinging and whining to him and I just stopped and I said, I don't know what else to do. And I wanted to continue to whinge and whine and my tongue changed. And there was no stammering. Oh, I was into it. Oh, I got into it. I had a lot to tell him. So... I, I rang my sister and said, I can speak in tongues. And she said, well, that's the whole receiving of the Holy Spirit, Margaret. I know you're being confirmed in the Catholic Church. And she said, what happened that night? And I said, a big fat nothing happened that night. <laughs> anyway, so she said, well, come down to Sydney and just check our little church out. So I did that, took the four kids, just me and the four kids, and... Uh, at the end of that, that long weekend, I wanted to be baptised. I could do that. And just before the curtain opened, I had to... It was winter time and I had a skivvy on. I had all these medals on me. Oh, the crucifixes, St Christopher medal. I had Mary, the mother of Jesus. <laughs> I used to shake, rattle and roll every time I went up the... <laughs> up and down the stairs. Anyway, as I ripped my skivvy off, the medals went, they went crashing all over the floor. And my sister in the Lord, she said, oh, that's an omen, you know. <laughs> and we nearly had a brawl out the back, you know. <laughs> Talking about the mother of God like that, you know. So anyway, I got in and I got baptised and I felt good. I, my face ached, I was smiling so much. But then I turned around to my sister and I said, oh, does that mean I've, I've joined your church? And she said... Listen, how about if you just pray in this tongue every day and God will sort you out? And that's exactly what he did. I did pray every day. I made it a point. But a fortnight coming home, the parish priest comes around and knocks on the door and says, do you want to work for me? You know, looking back now, God's a fabulous God. He thought, now with this Margaret, I've got to get her nose and rub it right in. Right? <laughs> So I'll put her in the presbytery and I'll let her have a look at a real good lot of things, you know. So that's what he did. And the veils and scales came away from my eyes. So when I came to this little church, we had a prayer and fast and the hatred of my mother-in-law left me. There was a ton weight on my shoulders and God took it off me. And I knew I was right. But then, when you hate somebody for so long, uh, I had to go into hospital for a total hysterectomy. I was rotten with endometriosis. And he said, I, was just, I just got you in time. She, he said, because you were gonna, it was gonna turn cancerous. So 
he cleaned me up, and the day I was due to come home, my body went into another frenzy, and he said, you've got kidney stones. I said, oh, you're not getting the knife into me again, mate. I'm going to a prayer line at my church. So I was lovely green and fresh in the Lord back then, so I marched up to the, the prayer line, and I said to Noel Caviar at the time, <laughs> I said... I got x-rays saying that I've got kidney stones and I want, I want to drop them right here at the prayer line. <laughs> so. And I did. I did. I went back to Toronto Private and I got another set done because that was the instruction from the doctor. And I had to go into Hamilton where he was. And he put up the Fridays, and there those good-looking kidney stones, you know, and there were the Mondays, all gone. And I praise the Lord for that, and I knew I was on the right track, and I've been as happy as a lark ever since. But then they tell me that, you know, I had a horrible marriage. And I said, Lord, what's wrong with me, marriage? Come on, bring it all to the top. And he did, and he was an adulterer. So I told him to get on his push bike and get out of town. <laughs> so... It was finished, and I've been on my own then for about 20 years. And the Lord used me in lots of little ways and gave me wonderful jobs and, and housing. Uh, totally looked after me. He was really my best friend, and it was good. And then the next thing, after 20 years, he cracked my, my heart open, and it hurt. And he let the warmth of love come in, and I fell in love, and I've been married nearly two years. Uh, it's wonderful. I'll never leave my God. Amen.